All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Wake and Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Sorry I was late. We had some technical difficulties, but all good and sorted out now. And today, my good friend, Dr. Lara May, is back with us. And we're going to be talking about bringing the divine feminine into your wellness journey. So part of what we're going to discuss today is what does a divine feminine approach look like in healthcare? Why is this missing? Is Why is this the missing link in creating healing and wellness? What actions are in alignment with implementing a divine feminine approach to your health? And we're going to talk about following the path of your divinely guided heart, taking action through the divine feminine way for ourselves. And we're going to experience a live divine feminine clearing and, clearing and activation with Dr. Lara May. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Lara, she's been on our show many times and she is a functional medicine clinical specialist, a master intuitive healer and channel and international teacher and speaker on a mission to empower you to take an active role in your healing journey to achieve holistic health mastery of the mind, body, and spirit. So Dr. Lara, I'm so glad you're back with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Awesome. So let's get started because I know I started late. So let's just get started and let's talk about uh, this divine feminine bring bring the divine feminine into our wellness journey because let's face it uh, so many of us are going through health crises health challenges etc but but beyond that we want our you know journey to be filled with ease and wellness and you know vitality right right so i think to start a, a good place to start is to differentiate between the masculine approach and the divine feminine so what does that look like so so far i think most of us in the west are familiar with the masculine approach because it is a, an approach of fitting the individual into a uniform box that doesn't necessarily serve us. So we have an imbalance, we have a pain, a problem, we seek out a practitioner, we go to the doctor or whoever, and they give us either, you know, a prescription, a suggestion based on a protocol that they've been taught in a certain structure of education and medical boards and all of these things. And that it can help. Uh, There are definitely places and fabulous things about Western medicine. Mm -hmm. However, when we start to look into the the area of chronic, whether it's chronic pain or chronic disease, then it starts to not service as well, because instead of looking at the individual and look and spending time really to dig into it with each individual patient or client, instead, they, you know, slap us with a label and say, okay, Mm -hmm. well, this is how we're going to treat it. And if it helps you great, if it doesn't, oh, well, we tried what we knew guess you're just going to have to live with it. Essentially is what we're told. So uh, I think that the divine feminine approach is that creativity. It's that personalization. It's that openness to try new pathways, to have a team of um, healers and practitioners around you. So this is something I've been talking about more and more is that it's really um, an unrealistic expectation that we put on our practitioners as to be the one, the mm. one that's going to help us or heal us when really the healing comes from within. When we, our body wants to be in a state of homeostasis, which is balance. 
And so we just have to figure out what is that environment? What are those thoughts? What is the perfect balance of physical and energetic to create, to allow that homeostasis to come back? Mm -hmm. And and, you know, we're in this great state of awakening right now and ascension. And part of this is re-embracing the divine feminine on so many levels. And I think when we start to bring that concept into our healing journey, then we'll, it will bring in gentleness and openness, which will allow things to really shift and unfold in a way that we probably never expected, but will be better than we could ever imagine for sure. And that's what we want, right? We want our journeys, our lives, our paths to be better than what they have been, especially recently. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I'm sure all of us, regardless how sensitive we consider ourselves, have felt the upheaval. And, you know, it's a struggle sometimes, especially when you're empathic, to not take it in. And I would say that almost all of us are empathic to a certain degree. And so we're probably taking it in whether we realize it or not. So that's why also too, there's, there really should be this balance between the energetic and the physical practices and things that we do for ourselves. And when we open up to this divine feminine coming in for our healing journey, then it really opens us up to that path of self-love. When we say we care more about feeling good than anything else, then so many other things drop away, cravings drop away, habits drop away, practices that don't serve us drop away. And we're open to trying new things and implementing new things that maybe were hard for us before there was resistance before. Um, so yeah, it can be really powerful. Um, and a lot simpler than we think than it should be. We humans have a tendency to complicate things. <laughs> Absolutely, we do. Um, one of the things that you mentioned that I really liked was, you know, it's both at the physical level and at the energetic level. We have to do both. We can't just do the energetic level and, you know, and expect everything to be, to turn out miraculously, you know, I think you can do both. I'm just, I'm just a, this and that type of person, like this and that kind of kind of person. So I know you have to do both because the physical body, yes, we can do a lot energetically with it, but sometimes it also needs that physicality and the physical experience and um, physical tools to make it function even better than it has been. Yes. And I think that, um, I mean, I'm sure your audience is more familiar with it than, than most, but the question I think that really comes forward is well, what does that look like? What does that actually mm -hmm. mean? Mm -hmm. And so for me and with my clients and, you know, I don't, um, push or not push, but, um, put out there anything that I don't practice myself. So <laughs> I'm very much of a practice what you preach type of person <laughs> as best I can, you know, none mm -hmm. of us are perfect, but, um, so the energetic that looks like meditation, that looks like working with the light that looks like maybe, um, going for, you know, a Reiki treatment or some sort, some sort of energetic healing with a practitioner, um, that you trust and that you um, resonate with for sure. And then the physical, what does that look like? Well, that looks like supporting your detox pathways, eating clean, getting a good sweat, if not daily, uh, you know, at least three or four times a week, you know, um, supporting your detox pathways with supplements, you know, supporting that liver, drinking clean water, eating good food, getting outside, communing with nature. And then once you're back in the nature space, then you start 
talking about the energetic again, you Mm -hmm. know, meditating at the base of a tree or just walking in nature without earbuds and listening Mm -hmm. to the birds, feeling the breeze. One of the things that I've really enjoyed lately is going out at sunrise and sunset and just standing in the direction of whichever it is and letting that solar energy wash over me. It is amazing what the energy of the sun can do for us. And again, these things are very simple, but um, it's, they're little muscles that we need to start exercising and then they become habits. Absolutely. And these are all simple tools, simple exercises, simple processes, simple practices that we can all do. You know, uh, we don't need to see somebody necessarily for most of these. Um, and, and so then it's about prioritizing, right? It's like, like, what is a priority to you? You know, do you, like you said, do you want to feel better? And if you want to feel better, you're going to do those things that make you feel better. Right. And something for me that I think I didn't realize until just recently was when I made that decision for myself along my healing journey, when I decided that I wanted to feel better and make that my priority, I didn't realize at the time that that was really an act of self-love. And Mm -hmm. that was a declaration of, I love myself enough to say yes to this and now no to this, because I know this thing over here doesn't serve me anymore. And, but being gentle and forgiving with yourself too, like we have to really release this whole beating up on ourselves and constantly looking back. We, we really, really need to get in the habit of being present and saying, okay, well, I did this yesterday. Yesterday's in the past. I forgive myself. I love myself. I have the power to choose again, to choose differently, to choose this new practice, this new, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something that's also part of the divine feminine is that forgiveness, the compassion, the gentleness, instead of the push pull, no more push pull, <laughs> just open up to flow and mm-hmm. release and really <clears throat> watch how your day uh, is different. Excuse me, I'm going to get something. Yeah, to drink. I totally agree. <laughs> and, you know, part of what you just said is, you know, about the acceptance, the allowance, the forgiveness, and, you know, loving yourself enough to nurture what's right for you, right? What you need, what you require in any moment and in, in any part of the day. You know, and, and a lot of people think that that's being selfish, but it's not. It's being loving to yourself. When you're putting yourself first, your needs first, in most cases, that is what we, if we all did that, you know, we would not be uh, having that push-pull all the time, right? If we were truly honoring ourselves, we would be, you know, experiencing a different type of lifestyle. Yes. And this whole concept of putting yourself first as being selfish, what's so wrong with that? Because who of all of us can show up to our fullest when we're exhausted, when we're pulled in a million directions, when we're, you know, working in a job or career that we no longer resonate with. It is literally, you know, drawing the energy out of us who, when we are, you know, constantly giving, giving, giving to everyone else around us, then we're depleted. And eventually it shows up as anger, resentment, um, anxiety, depression, panic attacks, then disease, chronic pain, exhaustion, chronic fatigue. I mean, the list goes on, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all yeah. know, I think this is something that especially your audience knows that these things eventually will lead to disease if you allow them to stay. And even I've, you know, myself been 
uh, part of this cycle. So uh, definitely speaking from personal experience here is when I, again, made that decision, because when you make that decision to take care of yourself first, put your own oxygen mask on first, then you start to feel better. You rest, restore, recuperate, and you can show up with more patience, more compassion with your kids, your spouse, your job, your coworkers, all of Mm -hmm. those things. And people react differently to you when you show up that way. Also, you know, it's, um, it's interesting when just take note, you know, the next time you feel exhausted and you just push through your day, how are people responding to you versus you're well-rested, you're well-nourished, you set aside time to meditate that day, and then you go out into your day and how do people respond and how do you respond? Maybe you are less reactive and you're more able to just hold space for yourself and those around you, because that's something that I think, especially now more than ever, that can be challenging is when there's so much turmoil, how do we not react? You know, how can we just be the lighthouse and hold the space. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times, especially in this past little while, we've been in that reaction mode, right? We have not been, you know, it's kind of like, I don't like the word or the phrase, take your power back, but it's about being in your power and responding and creating the life that you want. Absolutely. And it, and it essentially, it, there is an element of taking your power back because ancestrally and culturally for so long it's we have been giving it away we've we've given it away to the government we've given it away to the establishment of the church or to our you know our family our culture our ancestors all of these things but now we're being called to be our sovereign soul selves Mm. and when we do that again we are able to show up in such a powerful but calm and beautiful, loving way. And that is the divine feminine coming back and coming through. And there's also an aspect of divine masculine. I don't, I don't want to discount that, but there's, you know, a difference between there's, you know, because we live in a world of dichotomies and polarization, there is toxic masculine and feminine and divine masculine and feminine. And we are being called now in this time to come back and reestablish the balance. So it is, but again, through a loving, compassionate lens, this is not about um, reacting with anger, violence, all of those things that we are seeing all over the world in response to various things. Um, And I've even had this talk with even some of my friends, especially with things that are happening in the U.S. that they feel so passionate about. And it's, we need to learn how to channel this passion in a constructive way that can really bring forward change in a way that feels good. You know, when you're in the space of the divine feminine, you don't have to push. Mm-hmm. You can speak your truth with power and love, but this, it's like a, it's a calm. It's not, um, it's not like a anxiousness. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not forced, right? It's not forced. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yes. Yeah. There's a calm confidence. That's, that's what I was looking for. This certain type of confidence that just comes through because 
you feel that you're in alignment with your yeah. space, your guides, your angels, and that you know that whatever is coming through you will also be in that alignment and that it can affect others. That's the other reason why we do these, you know, these things for ourselves, it because it's a service to others. So even though in some perspectives it can be seen as selfish, it's actually the greatest service to those around us that we can do. And mm-hmm. And I truly believe that our soul cells, our soul core, we are all light workers. We're all, you know, in service to the light, uh, to bring it back and to shine it out and to help mm-hmm. everyone around us feel better. But we can only do that when we ourselves are feeling good and in alignment and happy and loving and all the good things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I totally agree. And and part of that being in alignment yourself, right? So um, so many people have, you know, in the past, wondered about that asked about that what does it mean to be in alignment so um can you talk a little bit about that what does it feel like or how is it to be in alignment with the balanced divine masculine feminine so well i will say that it's a practice and so this is this requires of you to be deliberate with your intention and one of the best ways because it will be different for everyone we're all unique individuals and we all have our own soul group, our ancestral group that is around us at all times. And so what I really recommend is if you don't know, then come to a calm space, open your, connect to the light, open yourself up and just ask for your divine team to make themselves known around you. Because once we get in this practice of being connected and being in the alignment, then It'll, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in the best way possible. So then we'll know and we'll, you know, and I do this too. I can feel like if something triggers me throughout the day or like knocks me out, like, oh, okay. So I excuse myself, go to the restroom and then reconnect because um, it's, it's palpable. Once you get into the practice, it's so it's more clarity. It's more calm. It is. Um, being felt like you're guided, there are synchronicities, little Mm -hmm. miracles happening every day. And um, even on the most challenging day, you can still find the magic in that day. That is when you know you're in alignment. Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) I love it. I love putting my guests on the spot, asking a question that was, you know, not planned. It's like, what about this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, part of what we're all have been experiencing lately, you know, feels like it is about not being aligned, not being in alignment with our ourselves, with our integrity, with our authentic selves, that we can speak what we need to speak, that we're being seen, that we're being heard, you know, um, in our you know, not our wounds per se, but who we are, who we truly are. Like, are we being heard as as who we are? And are we being seen as who we are? So I think with the, when we're bringing in and working with the divine feminine more and more, that will allow us to really truly authentically be that sovereign being and be seen and heard the way that we are truly expressing ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I, I don't think it's too far off to say that a lot of us probably don't even know maybe who that is. Who are we at our core, at our soul? And again, this is part of, you know, meditation can take many forms, mm-hmm. but it just, it don't, doesn't have to take a long time, but just a consistent 
practice of taking, you know, again, taking a quiet seat, bringing your energy up and out and connecting with your light and calling in. I call in my higher self. I call in my angelic guide team and ask, can you show me, will you please show me who I am at my core, at my soul center as my true light being self and just, you know, bask in that energy and see what comes through. Be open. This is the other thing. While intention is super powerful, I think a lot of us are sometimes so focused on the manifesting. Mm -hmm. I want to manifest a physical something or a, you know, a relationship or um, money or whatever it is that we forget that the actual manifestation comes when we're open, when we've surrendered, when we are ready for any possibility and just to, again, watch the magic unfold and be ready and willing for, for that. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we start to uncover who we really are too. There, if you had asked me, you know, 10 years ago that I would be here sitting with you talking about this, I would have, I would have said, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's through this process, through this journey that all of this is unfolded And now I can say that, yes, I, you know, I am in deep connection with my angelic team and the divine feminine and the galactic realm. And it's amazing and wonderful and fun and adventurous and it helps people. And so that has been an unfolding and it's sort of like that, whether we call it, you know, the uh, peeling of the onion or the Mm -hmm. unfolding of the lotus flower, it comes in stages because Some of us get that big whoosh, that awakening, whether it's like a near-death experience or, you know, the very dramatic something that happens and completely changes everything almost instantly. But for most of us, it's not like that. It's a, and, and it's like that by design so that we can digest so that it doesn't have to be traumatic or jarring. Um, And, but it really, again, all it takes is a willingness and, and a tiny little, uh, practice on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's, that's the key, the you know consistent practice on a regular basis. I mean, it doesn't have to be two hours. It can be 10 minutes. It's just starting anywhere um, and keeping it simple, right? Keep, just mm-hmm. keeping, keeping it simple. Don't make it complicated. You know, we tend to do that, but don't make it complicated. Keep it simple. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. Um, so so what else? So we, we've talked about meditation, prayer, all that wonderful stuff. And I know that you're going to be doing an, an activation, um, clearing and activation in a little bit. But we're also taking live caller questions. If anybody has a question, you want to raise your hand or type your question in the chat for Dr. Lara as well. Um, but let's let's also talk a little bit about, you know, tuning into our heart space, following the path of our of our divinely guided heart. How do we do that? And what does that look like? What does it feel like? And really, it's, is it even possible these days with everything that's going on? It's absolutely possible. <laughs> and it just takes, again, um, an openness and a willingness to we it's a choice, you know, when we tune into the news every day, that is us choosing to vibrate at that um, 3d level. And 
I would venture to say that everyone here is at 5D or above already. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here and be open and willing to hearing what we're saying and really resonating with it. And so it's whether you are realizing you're making a conscious choice, you you are. And that's no mistake that we are here now. And so when we when we're presented with those challenges, with those things that trigger us, with the things that we're so passionate about that we almost feel like angry is the only way we can come forward, then that should be our little nudge to say, oh, wait, but you know, what we resist persists, Mm -hmm. what we push against, we'll get more of. So if I really want to see this change, if I want to see more heart opening throughout the world in our governments, you know, in our culture, less violence, then what do I do? Okay, well, we have to open our hearts and bring more heart space into the world. And so again, it becomes a deliberate practice. And so it's, I like to, I really am enjoying this practice that I've done for myself. It's the basking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So again, we connect with the light and, and connecting with others too. And this is why I love your show and your platform that you've built because you really bring people together. And that is what is so important right now that we start to bring together all the light being of the world because our intention combined is so powerful and can really move mountains and can make really big shifts. And I, and I don't want people to discount, you know, even if you feel like you're by yourself, you're in your room or your bedroom, wherever your meditation space with your intention and your energy, you can connect to every other light being on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that's all it takes. And then you open your heart, you connect with the sun and the stars, the galactic realm, the angels, and you just allow that energy to pulse through you, to flow through you, to clear out everything that no longer serves you. And then you are the vessel. We're all the vessels. We all have the potential to do this. And when we have that intention of opening the heart and letting the love pour through and out of us, it's very powerful, both on a personal level and then on a um, like domino effect, like mm-hmm. earth shifting level. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's so easy, right? We just have to connect and connect with all the, with just your intention, right? Focusing on your heart space with your intention, connecting with all the light beings and then radiate that love out. It, that's it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be more complicated. And if you do that regularly, consistently, you will find a shift within yourself. And when you see and feel and perceive that shift within yourself, others around you are also perceiving that shift. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, you can see this, like maybe in your place of work, Uh, maybe you're in a situation where you take a phone call and the person on the other end is not very nice. You have choices. Your first choice is to respond back with their energy and kind and not be very nice. Or you can, you know, not take it on and smile and just again, hold the space. And when other people will notice that, oh, she's not responding, she's not bringing that anger or, or whatever it is back to that person. Oh, oh, maybe I could try that too. Maybe I'll feel better throughout the day if I'm not constantly giving people their anger back. (laughs) So I know for me when, you know, um, that's a huge thing when I, with intention, choose not to mirror back the negativity that shows up in the, in our lives. And again, it's a choice, but, and it's small, but powerful. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And you know, that that's, that's so important. It's like not reacting to outside influences, right? Instead, allowing your energy to influence everybody else in 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 a a positive way right and 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 raising their vibration raising the light potion in the space in the room etc and and we do that by radiating our light by staying high vibe by staying in our heart by smiling you know that alone will shift the energy of the other person as you know genuine genuine smile not not a fake smile of course right Sure. Sure. That's one of my favorite things when I'm in a challenging yoga class and you know, the, the instructor must be able to see all of us, you know, like really pushing, grimacing, whatever it is. And then, you know, he or she is like, smile, you're having fun. You know, this is supposed to be fun. (laughs) And as soon as that, you can feel the energy shift in the room when we just start to breathe and smile, even when we're in a challenging pose. And that's such a fabulous lesson is even when we're in a challenging environment, we can choose to smile and breathe. And that's powerful enough to shift the energy around us. Yeah. And shift everybody else around you as well. And that's the key. So, and it's not just physical, but like even right now in this space, all of you, you're not in the, in the room with me, but when I smile, it lightens you up as well. When I laugh or when Dr. Lara laughs and smiles, it shifts your energy too. So it doesn't have to be physically in the same space. It could be anywhere in the world. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Well, you know, part of, for, for me, especially, I'm an action-oriented person, right? So when things are not moving, energy is not moving, things are not going the way I want, it's like, I got to take some sort of action. And so, again, there's a a balance, right, between taking action and also allowing the divine feminine to flow through you to, you know, inspire that action, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I would say I completely um, can feel where you're coming from with that. And I think we all can to some uh, to some elements. And so when you feel that way, it's actually time to physically move. Uh, We are energetic beings, but we're also Mm -hmm. physical beings. And so we have to move our bodies Mm -hmm. and whether that's just going out for a walk, going out to, you know, take a break from our computers and our screens, go outside, you know, face your turn your face towards the sun and just breathe in that energy and that light and feel how it can shift you. Um, I'm a big proponent of doing whatever movement you love that feels good. It doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to, you know, push, push, push yourself, but really just getting the energy moving. Cause as we move, we, it, I mean, okay, so we're going to now combine the woo woo with the physical and the science our blood circulates more that moves energy and oxygen through our body. And when we do that, we literally shift and clear things. We help get rid of the toxins in our body because it goes through our liver more. And then we are able to either sweat or excrete what no longer serves us on the physical level that way, but it's the same with the energetic. And so as we're breathing, we're bringing in the light. We're bringing in the light to maybe where where we feel it. So this mm-hmm. is something else you can do that's super simple that I don't think we give enough credence of to its power. Bring in the light to where you feel the pain or maybe, you know, you're feeling a little anxious and you're feeling a little chestness, chest tightness. Bring that light there and just allow the light to come in, fill up, expand 
a lot of expansion. We haven't talked about that yet, but Mm -hmm. when we do that, one of the reasons we do it is not only to bring it in, but then we want to allow it to expand so that we become more and more light in every cell of our being. And it will clear and transmute whatever you have stuck there, whatever you have stored there. And if you're working on a specific issue or something, you might want to focus on this one space for, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is, because you'll notice different layers will clear and then you'll maybe see more things come up and don't worry, they're coming up. So you have awareness to clear them. I get um, this question a lot. Well, I did this and then this thing came up and I just felt like rebounded right back to where I started. That's your perception. Mm -hmm. If we look at it in a way of, well, it came up for me to clear it, then we are looking at it from a perspective of, ooh, this is a tool. This is another chance for me to re-expand, to move forward, to not look back and, and really, you know, get it out of my body and my energy field once and for all. And just keep doing that until finally you won't be triggered. When you see things that maybe would have triggered you in the past, you will not feel that attachment because it's gone. The cord, the agreement, the contract, whatever it is, has been cleared, has been cut, has been healed. And so does that make sense? It does, absolutely. There, but... <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. But, but the thing is that most people, they stop too soon right? They mm-hmm. stop after like the first couple of days when it's like stuff keeps coming up. It doesn't seem like it's clearing. It's like, what am I doing wrong? Okay, forget it. This doesn't work. Right. So one of the things, another thing that we have to do as humans that we've been very trained out of is feeling our feelings and it's not comfortable, but it's a must. And we have to give ourselves that space and that time and that gentleness because everything in this life is temporary. The only thing constant is change. That includes our thoughts, our feelings, our actions and results. So that's actually really powerful though. And that's really good because we're feeling a feeling. It's not that comfortable. I don't like this. I'm having all these memories come up. Okay, well, all I have to do is say, this is just a feeling. This is temporary. Where am I feeling in my body? Let me put my hands there and send it love. And when you send it love and light, it might move. It might go away completely. If it moves, okay, move with it. You know, maybe, oh, now I feel it here. Or maybe now I'm feeling it up here. And just, again, allow your body, mind, and spirit the chance to digest whatever Mm -hmm. you're going through. We don't give ourselves that space. We push it down, we push it back, we fill our lives with so much other stuff that we don't give ourselves the time as an avoidance mechanism. And this especially is very Western culture. Um, I don't, I don't know enough about all the cultures across the world to say, but I'm very confident it's present here. And so it's, again, it's something that we are, it's like a unlearning and relearning. Mm -hmm. We're unlearning this habit and we're relearning how to just hold space for ourselves and allow the movement, the recognition, the acknowledgement, and then the love and the light to shift and to, you know, to move it on, move it out. Absolutely. And be, you know, don't try and control it. Just watch and observe how it starts to shift and move because it will start to shift and move if you are continually 
doing the practice, right? So mm-hmm. whatever practice it happens to be, it will shift. You know, it has to, because nothing stays the same. It's always changing, like you said. Right. And it's funny, um, you know, with Mercury retrograde, that's a classic, you know, uh, I want to, I'll call it like a, a spiritual psychic excuse. <laughs> because we use it as an excuse to be thrown backwards, but really we should be using it as an opportunity to say, Oh, this cycle is showing itself to me again. What is there still to be healed here? What have I not recognized or what is something that I can see differently about this? How can I show up differently now that it's back again, instead of, doing the same thing that we do every single time where, you know, whether it's a, again, it's, you know, relationship, job, health things, Mm -hmm. electronic technology thing, you know, like (laughs) I I totally get it. I had that just a couple days ago, (laughs) like no matter what I did, it wasn't working. (laughs) and, and, And those are great questions, right. That we can ask ourselves, what can I do differently now this time, you know, and what is showing up? What is it trying to tell me? What what did I miss? You know, like, what am I not seeing? What am I not aware of? Just asking those questions. When you ask those questions, the answers, you know, you'll get the awareness of the answer, right? It will start to show up for you. It has to. That's that's the magic of asking questions. You ask a question, the universe will deliver the answer. Are you willing to see it? Are you willing to perceive it? Are you willing to be it, right? And that's, that's what you, you know, you have to look at it for yourself. Am I really willing to get the answer to receive the answer to the the knowledge the wisdom the awareness or am i stuck in thinking it has to be a certain way right and this is our opportunity to take responsibility so before we said take your power back but really it's about taking our responsibility and owning you know our side of the fence you know, whatever saying you want to use, but it's like, what role did I play in this? That's coming. Maybe that's what it is. So maybe the last time this came up, you, you were conscious and aware and you cleared and you felt good and then you went forward, but now it's back. And so maybe now this time that it's back, the question is, oh, well, what is my role? What is my responsibility? Maybe it's time to, you know, look a little bit more inward instead of outward. But when you do that again, no self beating up, no mm. self judgment. It's from a perspective of objectivity. I like to call it the objective detective <laughs> and, um, you know, being gentle, compassionate, loving, forgiving with yourself and whatever else is going on in the situation, because that's, what's really going to allow it to release when we hold on to resistance to resentment Mm -hmm. to even you could even use the word actually accountability when we say I want to hold that person or that thing or that situation accountable well you're holding you're literally holding them like let's say out here in this space and you're not even allowing them to be um dynamic and moving Mm -hmm. because you've decided like you've given them um a role or to play. And so it's really interesting that once we allow that opportunity for that perspective to shift, then how everything literally starts to shift. Um, I like to think about it as like a, as a solar system or like the anatomy of an atom with the, like the electrons spinning all around, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the nucleus, uh, it really will start to get the energy moving. Awesome. Thank you. Great, great explanation. Um, Pat has a question. Pat, you want to unmute yourself? 
Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. Thank you very much, Doc, Laura, and Alara, for the space today. Most certainly appreciate all the insight that you guys have been talking about. Um, I've been experiencing um, 24-7 migraines for months at a time, and I've been getting the vibe that it may be associated with uh, the reason why I tuned in today is because of the divine feminine discussion, because I get the vibe that it may be so my headaches may be associated with some conflict going on internally with my wounded masculine and integrating the divine divine feminine because the divine feminine my sensitivity and empathic nature has been basically rooted beaten out of me since a child of course being in society and so I've been working to uh, integrate the divine feminine more, but I'm having a little bit of an issue of intellectualizing the concept and actually embodying the concept. And so I was wondering um, whatever insight you could provide on that particular subject would be greatly sure. appreciated. Yeah. So for you specifically, I'm I'm um, seeing this this image of, of, um, like a little boy, like hunkering down and, you know, like covering the head. Um, and so, and this happens, you're not alone in this. This happens to a lot of us as we experience, um, I'll just call it, you know, corporal punishment over through our childhood to get us to conform that we store that in our head because we're divine beings of love and light when we come into this world. And it's over time that we're taught to dissociate with that or that, Ooh, like that doesn't get me love and acceptance. So I must, you know, push it away or put up shields. And so when we, you can use the light to come into that area. And especially I would say like when you're in the midst of a migraine, uh, usually most of us with migraines and I say us, because I used to always be a chronic migraine sufferer also, uh, go into your dark room, you know, it's quiet and that's a really good opportunity for you to bring in the light to that area, the angelic light, the source light, and really just allow it to come in. And even if you're having memories of things happen in the past, just say, I'm willing and ready to let these go. These are not even mine. I don't have to hold them. Because a lot of times with migraines energetically, it's what we we're holding on to that you, like you said, like you, you know, that's not you, you know, that's not like your core and your soul being, but it's, it's, you've held it in there unconsciously. So now it's time to release it and just allow yourself again, be gentle, call in your guides and angels, whoever, if you have a specific guide or angel that you work with on a regular basis, call them in and ask them to help you. You can call an Archangel Michael. He's a great one for, you know, cutting those cords and removing all that stuff that no longer serves you again, that you know, is not true. And this is a great exercise for so, so many people and was for me when I first learned it to have that recognition of, oh, what I've stored in my body, is not even mine. I don't need it. 
and I can let it go. And when we say that, then again, it's our intention. It's so powerful that we actually allow our body and our mind and our energetic field to really release it. And, you know, sometimes it helps if you want to envision um, a person or the situation in a blessing ball in front of you. So you can like literally take all that energy out and put it in the blessing ball and give it back to that person or situation. But because it's in a loving, loving ball of light, you're not looking at it from a perspective of judgment, but you have already elevated the energy and you're like giving it back to create wholeness within that other person or the situation. And you're giving it back. You're sending them to the light. And then you yourself have released it and can now bring in more light to fill in and, and create the wholeness within yourself, which will allow you to, I'm hearing that there's like this, um, disconnect in your psyche of like, you know, that you are, you know, both divine feminine and divine masculine at your core, but you still have some residual ancestral, you know, trauma hanging out there. That's like, it's like the little angel on the shoulder and the little devil on the shoulder. (laughs) And so it's time to just send that little devil back to the light. And then you can have all the angels all around you. (laughs) (laughs) and but that you'll feel more unified you'll feel more whole instead of again the tug of war does that make sense again I feel like that was a lot just comes out yeah makes perfect sense thank you yeah and that question is so powerful for so many people too thank you for asking yeah and you know it's funny I used to have uh, chronic migraines as well when I was younger I don't anymore, thank God. Woohoo, hallelujah. But um, for me, it was always, um, it always related to uh, unresolved trauma from the past. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I had a lot of unresolved trauma <laughs> from the past, this lifetime. I don't know about any other, but this lifetime for sure is what I'm talking about. And so there was a lot of unresolved trauma. When I started resolving all that trauma, you know, I now do not have any more migraines. So, it's not a quick fix. It's not a one, like one shot deal, it, it, but it does, um, you know, start loving yourself, start accepting yourself. And even the situations in the past, you know, try and see them from a different lens. Like what were they showing you? What were they teaching you? Did they, you know, I always come back to gratitude. Like I have no regrets for all the stuff that happened, everything I've been through because they have brought me to who I am now. Yes. Right. So hopefully that yeah. helps. The other thing I would say um, before we move on about, especially with this unresolved trauma and like where we store it in our body is again, and I said a little bit about this before, is that it's not even ours. These things, so much of what we think about ourselves and about the world are things that we've been taught. And so it's a really powerful process and question to ask is this mine? Is this what I want to think or believe? And if not, then you have the power to change it. You have the power to release it and actually embrace what you do believe and what you do resonate with and live your life from, and that again is alignment. When you're living from a place of your beliefs that you know are yours because you've taken the time to ask and reflect and release those that aren't yours. And again, release them with love. All you have to do is give them back like, oh, 
oh, I don't have to carry this anymore. And it's so relieving and like light lifting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you, Pat. Um, so Angela's asking, how do we stay present and patient when we are part of a very large family that all raise our emotions at various times repeatedly, meaning trigger us uh, emotionally at various varying times repeatedly, each with a different angle or a different agenda? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> again, this oh, is family. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, this takes a lot of practice. And, you know, again, we have to be gentle with ourselves. None of us are perfect. But when we have the intention to be able to, um, I would say, you know, put them in their a blessing ball of light, a, an orb of light, so that you can see them like separately so that you're not in it. So there's, there's this, eventually we get into the space to where we can be um, an observer instead of like sucked down into the muck and the quicksand of the drama. And when you're able to be connected. So I would say, and this is something that I do is I connect to the light before I know I'm going to interact with whether it's a challenging family member or dynamic or even maybe work or whatever. I connect to the light, I get expanded and we'll go through this because I feel like I'm not talking enough about the expansion. That's a really big part of it. And so when you come into the situation, you can almost instantly see like, where everyone is vibrating or swirling, depending on where they are on the, mm -hmm. on the um, ladder of vibration. <laughs> and so you'll hopefully be able to not engage and not, because they'll want to bring you in. They'll want to bring you to their vibration because they'll be able to feel that you're vibrating at a different level too. And so this is, it's a challenge, but it is doable. And when you don't engage, don't react, you can respond without reacting. And when you maybe respond with an intention that you've set prior or even in the moment of, okay, I'm not going to, you know, meet their anger. I'm not going to meet their judgment. I'm, you know, just going to be steadfast in my alignment, <laughs> then a lot of times that'll like diffuse it almost instantly anyway. And it's really interesting to start practicing with this energetic way of being and see how the, the world and the uh, situations and the environment around you shifts uh, pretty instantaneously, honestly. Yeah. Well, I definitely right. resonate with your challenge, Angela. <laughs> yeah. Great question, Angela. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, wow. Okay. So stay centered, stay in your vibration and don't get pulled into theirs. Right. And if you are vibrating at, you know, at a level of peace, calm, you know, uh, high vibration, you will entrain them to that if you stay centered and not get pulled into their drama. Okay. So right, their, yes. their, their intention is going to be to pull you into their stuff and you want to be like, stay centered. Stay yes. in, in and stay in your own lane, right? So stay in your own lane. Don't be compelled to defend yourself. That's <laughs> I feel like a big part of the I'm hearing this word defense a lot. And and I can definitely understand and resonate with this too. A lot of times when we're triggered in that dynamic, it's because we want to defend mm -hmm. or we we want to say, but 
you know, blah, blah, blah. I've been doing this, that, and the other thing, but they don't care because that's not what they want to hear. So yeah. there's no point really. <laughs> the self-defense is really pointless. So it's more of a challenge again, to be the lighthouse and just to, you know, maintain that energetic sovereignty and almost sort of, I'm also hearing like, be that eye of the hurricane, be the eye of the storm. You can do that. And we can all do that. And, um, and how powerful that can be. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Um, all right, so we're almost at the top of the hour. We're still going to be doing the, <clears throat> the Divine Feminine Clearing and Activation. But before we do that, I want to just take a moment and talk about the packages that you have for us today. Is that okay? Absolutely, yes. And let's see if it works today. Because the, the last week, it didn't work. So let me just, I'm going to put the link in the chat. So alara.at forward slash show forward slash <clears throat> Lara 8. All right. And then uh, <laughs> let's, see. let's see if this works today because it didn't work last week. It was really weird. It's like, why is this not working? Okay. Okay. Yes. You can see, okay. this, see the special offer page. Yes. Okay. My voice is still kind of going. Um, all right, so this is the special offer for August. So package A is a series of three 30-minute Power Jam energy healing sessions. And then package B is a series of the three 30-minute Power Jam sessions plus the 9D Galactic Divine Feminine Clearing and Activation Series. So, um, Lara, do you want to start talking first about the, the series of three 30-minute Power Jam energy healing sessions? Yeah, sure. So the uh, Power Jam sessions are just what they say. They're short and sweet, but they're super powerful. And so we uh, all I ask is that you show up with an intention of what you would like to address or heal. And then we connect and we really just allow the the angels and your guides to uh, to work their magic and uh, see what comes up and clearing it in a safe space and then filling you in with love and light. And along the way, there are usually processes that come up that your guides want you to know and start practicing. So this can be, you know, any any issue that you want, you know, um, healing and clearing on, it doesn't have to be a physical or health issue, but it totally can be. So it's totally up to you because honestly, these other things that show up in our life often also show up in our health. So if it's a, you know, a relationship or, or a career thing, that's usually also, you know, has some sort of connection to a health thing also. Um, so they're super fun. I love them, uh, because it doesn't, take a long time to get a lot of clearing and healing it, it's yeah that's oh, why I, I love to offer them here <laughs> so package a is available in two and three part payment plans and please do use the 24 hour special gift code tacs10 and then package b includes everything in package a plus the 9d galactic divine feminine clearing activation series now this is live right Yes, yes. So these will be live sessions that even if you're not able to um, make them, then there'll be replays that you can keep forever. And this was something that just um, came through that I channeled that um, I was guided that, you know, needs to come through for the collective right now. And it's uh, so each session will have its own divine feminine uh, goddess or guide, as well as a galactic guide that will come through. And so these are channeling sessions that will involve 
a um, a little uh, teaching aspect, but then we'll also include a healing activation and then uh, time for a Q&A and live readings at the end also. So it's a whole series about embracing the divine feminine and um, a stepwise process and all the different aspects because it's I, we've barely scratched the surface today. So and mm-hmm. there's a lot that they want to come through. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. And again, this is uh, this package is available in two and three part payment plans. And I use the 24 hour special gift code TACS10. Awesome. Good. Thank you so much, Lara. And again, this is uh, available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lara8. I'm going to stop the share. Thank goodness it worked today because last week it did not work. I don't know what went wrong. All right. So are we ready to do the clearing and activation? Yes. I'm ready if you are. (laughs) I'm ready. I am definitely ready. (laughs) Okay. So everybody just come to a comfortable seat wherever you are and close your eyes and just breathe easily and gently. Take a big deep breath in your nose. Feel your belly expand and exhale. Let everything go. Let any and all tension release. Inhale, bring the light in with your inhalation. And exhale, feel the light expand through your body. Easily and gently, just moving where it needs to move. Inhale, take your consciousness and your energy up and out 10 feet around you, 30 feet around you, feeling that connection with the light all around you, the great central sun. And exhale, bring that light, that energy into your body, into your energetic field. Feel the the light wash over you. Feel the diamond light come in through your crown, into your third eye, into your throat chakra, opening and awakening that throat chakra so that you can communicate with love to all of those around you with peace and calm and non-judgment. Bring the diamond light down into your heart space. And just feel it swirl around your heart, awakening and clearing any resentment, clear and transmute, any heartache, clear and transmute, any places and things, any expectations we've held to others, we clear and transmute now. Everything that's not even ours, we release, we clear and transmute. And as we do this, we open up more and allow more light in to come down into our abdomens, that great solar plexus, that energetic center of who we are and how we show up in the world. And just allow the light to come in and expand and swirl and light up, light up all the places that have been dimmed over the years, light up all of the shadows that you've stored there, light up to shine the lights on your inner child, 
shine the lights on your adventurous self shine the lights on the loud boisterous self that you quieted over the years allow all of these aspects of yourself that you dampened down that you hid that you shoved away pushed away allow them to come to the surface and start to say hello again hello to the lights these are aspects of yourself that are really wanting to come back and come through and be visible and be heard just allow the light now to come down into your sacral area the seat of creativity the seat of reproduction of bringing forward new ideas new processes creation of all kinds creation of a new way of being allow the light to open and awaken swirl and clear then allow the light to come into your root area opening and awakening clearing out any and all blocks clearing out any stagnities anything that's keeping you stuck where you are bring that light in bring the light allow it to come down through the legs into the knees into your feet expanding out your feet expand your feet out 10 feet around you 20 feet around you 30 feet around you and just feel from the bottom of your spine all the way down to your feet this is your root chakra feel how big and expanded it can be that light that beautiful diamond light pouring in pouring around you swirling shifting opening awakening feel how expanded you can be and just allow this light to pour down into mother earth feel the light moving through your earth star chakra opening and awakening that connection with mother earth with nature with the trees with the forests with the mountains the oceans the streams the lakes the rivers feel the flow of the water feel this light flowing through you into mother earth like the water flows across the planet breathe in and bring in the element of air feel that moving through you feel the breeze the cleansing breeze moving through you moving out all that no longer serves you moving out everything that's not yours that you've taken on unconsciously with the intention of just allowing it to release and let go easily and effortlessly and a lot of times we don't even have to be aware of it with just the intention we release we let go we open we allow the air we allow the water now let's allow the fire to move through us the fire that brings transformation that brings rebirth the goddesses kali and durga come through with this fire their energies of transformation sometimes it shows up as destruction but with that comes rebirth realignment reawakening and activation we call in the divine feminine 
of all of the beings that are on the planet and in the etheric realms. We call in the wisdom of the Magdalenes, of the great goddess Isis, of Mother Mary and Archangel Mary, all of these beautiful beings of divine feminine and love. From this place of expansion and connection, we allow just to be in the flow of the divine feminine. Feel that strength that comes with it. Feel the calm. Feel the confidence. Feel the movements. Feel the readiness. Bring in the energy of dancing and moving with flow. Bringing in that light and love. Maybe you start to see colors of pinks and reds, oranges, circling and swirling with the diamond light of the angelic realm. And now we call in the Syrians as we are approaching the Lion's Gate opening on August 8th. We bring in that fierce energy of the lioness. And what does it mean to be a lioness? She is protective. She is strong. She exactly knows how she fits into the world around her. She is confident and calm. And she knows how to move with the seasons, with the weather, with the environment. It is innate wisdom. Just allow that wisdom to download into you now. Allow the galactic wisdom of the ancient ages to bring in new ahas, new understandings. These are ancient things that we have known for many millennia. They are now aligning each of our cells with theirs. Feel that light, feel that awakening coming into every cell of your being. As the air and the blood circulates through you, feel it awakening every organ, every system, every sense, your sight, your smell, your taste, your touch. Feel it shifting and awakening to a new vibration, a new awareness. Feel the oneness. Feel the connection. Downloading that true understanding that we are star seeds. We are made of the exact same thing that the stars are made of. We are made of the exact same thing that the sun is made of. We open up to receive, to align, to vibrate at the same level, at the same frequency as the stars, as the sun, as the Syrians, as the divine feminine as the goddess, as the divine masculine, bringing in that balance. It's from balance that we can truly understand oneness and love. 
It's through balance that we can really, truly see with compassion and hold space for ourselves and for the planet. And with all this connection and all this light, now I want you to move your awareness to a place in your body that you would like to receive healing, receive clearing, receive a shift. And if you'd like to, you can place your hands there or you can just with your intention, bring in this power, this light, this love, this elevated vibration, this activation to that area of your body. And just feel the shifts. Notice what comes up in your mind's eye. Is it a tornado of diamond light? Maybe it's your guides and angels literally reaching in your body and removing it, transmuting it up to the light. Maybe it's a combination of both. Maybe it's a beautiful rainbow spectrum of diamond light, re-equilibrating, rebalancing, realigning. Maybe you see your soul self dancing and the freedom that you've created. Maybe you see your child self coming forward to dance and smile and laugh with you, hugging you and a reunification. Just bask here a little longer. Feels so good. Feel the love all around you. Pouring through you. Feel the acceptance. Feel the true acceptance. Feel that release, that relief. You no longer have to carry the weight of the world. It's not yours. You can let it go. Allow all of your guides and angels and the beings that have come through and around us today, allow them to take that weight from you and feel the freedom once that's released. Know that you can come back to this space, this time, with just your intention and any time. All of these beings and all of this energy is available to you in every moment of every day.
we thank the divine feminine we thank the goddesses we thank the divine masculine we thank the syrians and even the pleiadians that were here today thank you thank you thank you thank you durga thank you kali thank you isis thank you mary magdalene thank you mother mary thank you feel their warm energetic hug feel their embrace this is the feeling of true unconditional love of support of expansion of alignment this is your feeling of your soul self of your beingness remember this feeling for the more frequently you come back here the more time you will be at this vibration throughout your day naturally and easily we ask to move through the rest of our day from this expanded state again we shine out love and gratitude thank you thank you thank you and we also send out this love this energy all across the planet to all the places it is needed most and when you are ready start to come back into your body come back into the room that you're in when you're ready you may open your eyes to the room I can barely open my eyes. It's so bright. <laughs> it felt so um, good. It was hard to bring us back. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I felt so much heat flooding my whole body, my whole system. It was like, I had to look and say, okay, did I, I need to turn the fan on, but it's a little too far for me, for me to reach. There was just so much energy flooding through. Thank you. And, um, uh, I remember when you asked about it, do you feel like it's like a tornado or something? It's like, for me, it felt like sparkles, just like sparkles of energy flooding my system, especially the places where I had my hands and had my intention, just flooding that space. So thank you for that. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I loved working with Durga and Kali. Oh, amazing. Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, Isis, power, power divine feminine beings of light you know um yeah it was great so thank you and angela says uh pat says beautiful angela says very nice especially bring in the syrians yes the syrians are very active right now as well so um know that they are you know assisting us preparing us working with us right now as well for sure and the, the pleiadians for me are always there they're always watching observing sharing um from a distance sometimes you know supporting but they're always there as well yeah beautiful yes. Ooh, thank you <laughs> some of you might want to take a little nap <laughs> totally normal so please do yeah. if you need to all right so any other last words of wisdom from the divine feminine or maybe something came through during that process for you dr lara 
Uh, for me, I honestly just felt a great relief and it reminded me and they're saying to bring forward this message of surrender, that we don't have to effort at everything, mm-hmm. that it can just be a feeling of, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. that's, that's great. That's how it's supposed to be. So, um, you know, bringing it back to where we started is that's one of, if you find yourself efforting, then you're in that 3d masculine. Yeah. And when you feel yourself in the flow, then you're in alignment with your divine feminine and divine masculine. So that's just something super simple and easy to sort of like guide you as a compass of, you know, to keep, keep us on track as best we can. Because again, it's not about being perfect, but it's how quickly we come back to Mm -hmm. our true soul self. Totally, totally agree. So Pat says, um, the other Pat, I saw such waves of cobalt blue. Beautiful. Don't know if that is my higher self or Michael or mother Mary. (laughs) Well, I would just say a lot of times the Syrians bring a blue energy. So that, that could have been, uh, you receiving a great download from them. Awesome. And it was also peaceful and comforting, whatever it is. Exactly. So just, you know, tap into that peace and that comforting energy. Sometimes we don't need to know what it is exactly, but it's more about how it makes you feel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Good. Thank you. I'm glad you uh, experienced that. Awesome. All right. Um, so a powerful call. It went by so quick, so much wisdom, you know, in this call. And this wonderful activation, please do it again if you can. You know, please experience it again and do it again for yourself. And of course, if you'd like to work more deeply with Dr. Lara, please do check out the packages that are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lara 8. Right? So anything else? I think we're good to go. Yes. Um, the, I would just say one more thing is that um, I'm going to be working with another powerful teacher in October. We're going to be hosting a retreat. So if any of you are interested in spiritual retreats, keep your eyes peeled um, on my website for that. And that's at drlaramay.com. So that's all. Awesome. Good. <laughs> fun, 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 fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right, everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, please drink some water. Be gentle with yourself. Go outside, you know, wherever you are, just to help integrate some of these energies as well. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Thank you you so much, Dr. Lara. Thank you.